Welcome into another episode of the Boardroom Podcast. I am Ward 6 Alderman Ben Piper. I'm Ward 4 Alderman uh, Chad Wicker. What's going on, Ben? It is fall, officially, right? Well, it was nice, but today I think it's supposed Goodness. to warm up a little bit. Yeah, but man, tell you what, the leaves are changing. My my, my my yard's dying. <laughs> The gra- the Bermuda is starting to turn brown, brother. Now you are you are you, you you cut grass and all that, or you enjoy that, or you you? you I really, you know, I just try to I just try to keep keep it up to where um, the neighbors don't get upset. You I know, I just try to kind of keep it together. Um, somebody comes and sprays it. Uh, I got a buddy of mine that helps me with the keeping it edged and cut and looking looking fresh. Um. I'm just not a man. I'm, you know. So you're not you're not there putting flowers in things like that. We do we do a little bit of that. We do a little bit of that, but um, I'm not like a I'm not a green thumb really. You know, I grew up. Our family had like a big garden and like all the stuff we were growing tomatoes and potatoes and greens and That's all that right. stuff. Right. But like, man, my farming days are behind me. I think. Well, I think they're behind guys, me. Uh, y'all finished soccer up, I guess. Soccer's done. Really, really good season uh, for both of them. But got girls got better, and you know we're uh, looking forward to basketball season now. Right. Big, okay. big, big news out of basketball now, y'all. Um, this is coming from our parks director, uh, Jared Barkley. We were talking uh, this week. He said over 600 kids signed up for basketball. 608 wow. kids that's, that's registered big. for the basketball season out there at the field house. 512 last year so um you know just math that, that, that's a super nice facility that um mm-hmm. i think they recently just went through a different uh i guess greg drumright owns it but i think he contracts the the management of it to a different different yeah. group i think a new group just took over i, mm-hmm. I think i saw they were going to start offering you know some things besides just just baseball i mean uh, yeah. basketball i think pickleball i think is one you got some pickleball so action going it's on just a there. great facility i think a lot of people yeah. don't uh, don't realize it's out there off of green tea road so mm-hmm. i think they have open nights different times you can go out there and open think, gym yeah. pay 15 bucks go out there shoot I shoot around I, play they, some ball i think they have a relationship with uh is it easily baseball i believe mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. also um uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes have a has right. an office there. I think that's where Mr. Cecil works out of a lot. So there's some uh, uh, guys that do uh, performance related stuff too. So you know, looking at your mechanics, looking at your, you know, if you're yeah. p- a pitcher or you know whatever, and then they've got the cold tub uh, or not. It's not a cold tub. It's like a cryo chamber. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah, for that's rehabilitation right. or whatever. That's right. Um, you know, so there's a lot of they got a lot of services out there. Look at golf swings. I need many to go if they have golf they, swings. I, there is a guy that uh, I think his name's I don't know. Well, there's a guy in Hernando named Kale Alexander that yeah. does some okay. that does some golf related stuff. He could probably. I hit it far, just not straight. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's it's majestic. <laughs> majestic. Um, <laughs> so we've got uh, it is. Uh, so we've got falls here. Leaves are turning. Football's yeah. in full swing. Yeah, the Hernando Tigers, yeah, that's right. are rolling right now. We I think they three we, in a row. We are record, we're recording this on a uh, early on Friday, so um, we don't know what the outcome of the Hernando DeSoto Central game is right now. But Tigers won their last two games, both of them being district games. Win over Lewisburg. Win over Horn Lake. That's right. Horn tied for big. first with Oxford in the district. Homecoming game. So you're you're on the you're on the pathway to a potential playoff berth, most likely. Um, 
you know, if you can if you can get a win out of the last three games, DeSoto Central, South Haven, or Oxford, you, you know, you can go three and two in the district. You're in good shape. Yeah, should yeah. be in the playoffs. They got a strong strong team, and um, I think they have. Uh, I can't remember the kid who's the quarterback. He also plays uh, Topher Jones. Uh, he also plays, and you may know this, Ben. He you know he plays baseball. I think he's a Mississippi State signee. Uh, for baseball, he is. He is really so talented maybe, kid. That's still still out. Good time. athlete. We'll change him. Change his mind. And come to Ole Miss. <laughs> he can. Yeah, I mean, anyone that wants to help you get through college. I mean, whoever offers you the the best deal. That would be my 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 take. But he had a, uh, a he's a good kid. Powerhouse. Kid. Powerhouse six six shoe uh, baseball game last night. Okay, uh, how'd that go? Yeah, we played the uh, dirt bags. Which is, Ooh. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know Drew Wright, uh, him and yeah. him, Adam Emerson and the, their guys. Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't know what the score was. I think we won, but I don't remember the score. We, wow. We, we just have such a good time playing with the kids, and um, I think they do the same thing. So, if you can imagine a bunch of six-year-olds, most of the time they're playing in the dirt, but we have a good time. So, mm-hmm. uh, big hits. That's some big hits, man. Love big it. My, my still, kid, you got a coach pitch, right? Yeah, you, so I, I've, I've been hit three times this year. i got to kind of be on my toes when I'm up there pitching. What do you mean you've been hit? Like they hit the no, ball? No, like I throw, oh. I throw the pitch and they hit a line drive in the head or in the arm or in the. Last time I got hit was a, was a ground ball to the arm, but uh, you know, but I'm I'm pretty I'm like a cat up there, so I dodge more than I get hit by. So. <laughs> we got to get you in that uh, cryo chamber. That's it sounds right. like we got to get right. you rehabilitated. So. All right, Ben. Let's talk about you know talk about the meeting we had. Yeah, so Tuesday regular board of aldermen meeting the second. Real, real short. Didn't take very so, long. Didn't do much. I don't know about that. Huh? It wasn't short. We're there about two and a half hours. Um, the aldermen do not make overtime. Somebody was asking me that this week. They're like, y'all try to drag the meeting out so y'all can get overtime. We do not get overtime. We no. get the same amount. If the meetings are 30 minutes or four hours. That's right. uh, so we did have some uh, I got, we had I got some discussion agenda. here. You want to go through the gender? You want to just talk about the uh, the great food truck debate? Or where do you want let's, to start? Well, let's, one, we got to talk about the uh, the Renaissance Park deal. I think that's the first thing, right? Uh, you talking about that's the, a headline. Uh, talking about the grant money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they, there was a, I think uh, Senator McClendon, um, State Senator Mike McClendon, who's been our guest on our on our show, mm-hmm. was at the meeting and was talking about the uh, Renaissance uh, Park enhancements through the. I think it's the what's the name of this grant? The it's a wildlife and fisheries Mississippi ecotourism. Outdoor. Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund grant, and I believe he said, if I remember right, that they put out nine or ten million dollars, and we got mm-hmm. three of them. I think essentially right. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he, I think he was, uh, you know, very proud of Fernando for doing that, and um, we're going to use that money to do uh, what did you call it, eco? Yeah, they call it ecotourism. Yeah. Uh, basically, a, it, it's meant to draw in folks to say, like, hey, here's still this, you know, natural part of Mississippi. We've preserved this part of Mississippi for people to enjoy, um, you know, whether it's with walking trails, disc golf, you know, there's a pavilion where you can, you know, stop and eat lunch with your family or, you know, whatever you want to do. If you're you're on a little road trip and maybe you're riding down 51 and you're just (laughs) taking 51 wherever it takes you, uh, you can stop there at Renaissance Park and um, try, we're trying to enhance that area. Uh, you know, preserve some green space, preserve some trees. I think people in Hernando like to have some tree cover and, you know, some nice shade to enjoy their parks and whatnot. So this uh, 
six one point seven million dollar grant will help to uh, that that entry space and uh, into Renaissance yeah, Park is is going to be you know kind of optimized a little bit more. Yes, uh, aren't we essentially putting in some uh, some uh, trails and uh, I think a disc golf course. I think is the is the, is the there's a pavilion in there too. Yeah, pavilion. It's to uh, kind of. <coughs> Like I think I building said the road before, a little yeah, bit. we're going to extend the road, not not cross that ditch yet. We will at some point, um, but uh, we'll get there. It's going to make it. It's going to make it to where people can enjoy that park a lot more than they currently can. Because right now, if you go there, you may be using the walking trail. You may be going to the little dog park that's there, or the skate park, or whatever. But it's not really. It, it's not totally usable. Um, it, it's hard to take a family out there and enjoy the. A lot of the space out there so it should open things up quite a bit it's it's an underestimated park for sure um, it's beautiful back in there yeah and you can go back there and ride your bicycle walk uh, walk your dog you have the dog park there also runs it's a good three mile run uh run around the circle and back i know ben's a big runner um <laughs> you were just you just did this uh 10k right we did yeah the water so, tower so 10k well, that wasn't just me bruce uh alderman robinson bruce take a robinson. break from the agenda for a second let's talk about the water tower awesome. I, I had a great time I, I ran my fastest time i've ever ran there uh, that's a, that's a very challenging difficult uh course it's it's uh, a lot of hills on the back back part of that course but uh gia and and, and the city do a great job and, and all the sponsors um the 10k so that's how many miles that's 6.2 miles and you essentially start right behind city hall and you run every major neighborhood of the city i think on, on the on, on the, the west side of the city so you run mm -hmm. through uh, if you're familiar like oak, down, around, down around oak grove in that area then you run up around vaden and then um by the uh Hernando baptist church you cross over right there uh, then you run down to parkway and then uh into uh not uh, northwood hills and you kind of finish on Elm Street right there, coming down the hill. And that uh, is that, yeah. that is a challenge. It's a, it's a great race. I, uh, man, the guy who won it, I think, ran it in 37 minutes or 38 minutes. That's, so he's flying. that's moving. That's really fast. Uh, but I think she, like driving a golf cart. I think Gia told me, or I heard her say that I think there was 525, 550 participants, something like wow. that. Wow. Um, and you can you can participate in different ways. You can participate by being a spirit runner and just you know paying basically getting a t-shirt you can be a walker uh, but i know it, it just runners and and because they get they give you a rank i think there was 300 and i think 399 runners uh that you know was in competition with me and other people so remind me about the spirit runner next year that's that's my word yeah we i, I tell you what i, I tell I you need what to they, be a spirit they always have year. a great great shirt the shirt's <coughs> always sharp it's long sleeve usually oh and, nice and then and then the, they get a little swag back it's always okay great coupons in there she Gia, you know all that money goes to the dolly parton um, imagination library imagination library my, by both, five. both my sons did that they get a, they basically mail them a book every month for uh you know until they turn five and, and it's a great great deal they raise quite a bit of money every year um, a lot of sponsors they have a great after party of live music and uh, um, an auction and things like that i won a uh acai uh -oh. bar is that what it's called acai is that right I, I, oh, 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 the... Uh, I'm, I'm from a, Mississippi, so I, I think that's right. Acai, is that how you say the word? I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure. I think it's... A, I, think <laughs> I know it's, it's something well, like it's, that, it's, but it's I know fruit, what you're talking about. It's the a fruit eight. bowl, but I, I won yeah. one of those, um, so... Uh, but I gave it to one of my buddy's daughters. Um, yeah. Because 
I'm not sure what that is. So, but it's, I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm gonna get. I'll try it one day. Yeah. Not a big. I I'm, think it's a new thing. It's a new kind of. A, it's a, I think it's different fruit and different thing. And I think I okay. say is some type of berry or something. That's yeah. Kind of like I'm not a big. Not a big fruit guy. I'm sure people are getting this picture of me. Like he doesn't like to run. He doesn't no. eat fruit. So we can no. we can tell that he's a health nut. Just pizza and beer, man. That's all you do. <laughs> That's all you need to live off of. No. You need a little bit more than that. All right. Uh, well, so. Back to the agenda, we we talked about Renaissance Park a little bit, right? Um, and then got, we moved on no, to November seventeenth is uh, proclaimed a World Prematurity Awareness Day. Yep, premature birth. Uh, we had uh, proclaimed that day. Um, certainly, that's a that's a big issue in Mississippi. But um, all right, you want to jump right in? That's the next thing, man. The, the, what's the, next? The Daily Food Truck Park. Yes. So if you know where. It's called Magnolia Grove, right? The the White House on uh, Commerce, right near the dry cleaners and the Renaissance Bank. If it's not anymore, I think at one time it was. At one time it was called that. So you're talking about it used to be an event space more. Yeah, right? it used to be like a bed and breakfast a long time ago. Then I think uh, mm-hmm. they've, you know, it's a law they, firm now. Yeah, I think it was vacant for a little bit, and then and Mr. Mr. Daly uh, purchased it, and he's uh, turned it into an office space. I think he has his law firm there, and then also he rents out some of the other spaces. So next to it, there is. Approximately an acre and a half of land. It's a it's a beautiful plot of property. Like you said, there's magnolia trees there, and I think some kind of pavilion back there. Um, It's it's pretty neat. Yeah, there's there's some kind of little what are those things called? Where where, it's like a I don't know what they're called. What the little it's not it's not a pavilion, but it's like a gazebo. Yeah, like a gazebo, like an outside space you can sit in. And he's going to preserve. He wants to preserve that. But what he ultimately came to the board. with a request of putting it in a food truck park, right? So I up guess to ten, up to ten trucks. We probably need to backtrack a little bit. So, okay. I think we talked about it on here, but what was that? April, March, May, June. We we approved a uh, not really an ordinance, but a to give people the opportunity to apply for a conditional use to have a food truck in the city of Fernando. We've had them in different locations uh, for many years, and they were mm-hmm. kind of really out of compliance and nobody really said anything uh so there was there was some area there hey do we need to really um get something in place to kind of codify this um either you know are they paying sales tax like (coughs) things like that so we 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 uh, approved that i think i want to say maybe june march may somewhere in that time frame and so we've started has now uh, just now started getting uh some some applications and we had two that came before our planning commission, and we're going to talk about both of them, but they were both uh, denied for various reasons. And not saying that they were, you know, it, it was wrong to deny them, but uh, they, they were, were both, then they were split decisions. Yeah, they they were unanimously denied sure. or anything. There's some, there's some uncertainty here. They're new. Yeah, is something new right. that the city is so, taking on? Yeah. So, so, so Daly's food truck park or whatever, I think he's got a name for it or something. I think there was something that under the Magnolias under is Magnolias. what he wants to call it. And so essentially he wants to set up an area behind his or beside his business. There were at 10, up to 10 food trucks uh, can park and set up and, and have a place to plug in and serve food. And then you and your family could come in and sit down, order a taco or whatever, you know, whatever food truck options you have. Sit out there, enjoy it. Maybe have some live music when the weather's nice, things like that. Um, and 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 so that's kind of what his application was. Uh, but the board really, I think, had a very a very good discussion. Uh, I think there were some very um, appropriate uh, topics that were discussed, and um, 
Ben, I think we voted different on this. So do you kind of want to talk about the other side of it, I guess? Or Yeah, I think that – I know there's some question about location and, and number of trucks yeah, there's, and traffic. Yeah, and there's ingress, ingress, egress is all off commerce, um, which is a little concerning. I think that um, that was something I would have liked to have discussed a little bit more. And I, w I was more on the side of I would have liked to have tabled it to discuss uh, his plan a little bit more. Um, because it seemed like the, most of the focus was on, well, how many trucks should be allowed here, right? Like, what does the space dictate? And so in a lot of, a lot of other uh, zoning that the city has, you know, commercial zoning, for example, for every 100 square feet of commercial space, you have to have a parking space. That's what the code dictates, right? And people can ask for a variance on that, Um but that's what the code dictates. Well, we, we didn't have anything specifying that within a food truck park because you assume some people are going to walk up to a food truck park that are nearby. They live near there. They just walk to the food truck. Um, they're doing business somewhere else maybe. Um, they're at the hardware store, and they say, hey, I'm just going to walk over here and grab some. So, you know, you may not necessarily need all of the parking mm -hmm. that a commercial space would need. Um, but in doing some research and, and, and talking about, you know, if this thing is a, a, a huge success, is there going to be enough parking? Sure. Is it going? Is there going to be traffic issues? Um, you know, and and I think if we could have researched it more and talked about it more, then maybe we could have gotten to a you know a good strong number. I think that his point of well, I can't build this food truck park for just four trucks and then expand it from there is a little flawed because it's like, well, you can build it for, you can build it for potentially 10 trucks and just have four of them there. Right, right. And then add trucks later if you wanted to. Um, but I know that the, maybe the cost, you know, maybe the cost balance there doesn't work, doesn't work well, that I much. Think but we I, can't, we can't worry about costs. Sure, sure. We can't worry about financial viability. Right. Um, I think, I think <clears> just, just speaking of that, I think, I think Mr. Daly was concerned that he's, going to make a pretty significant investment on the front end. And if this thing, if you only allow them four or five or six or whatever number of trucks, uh, it, like you said, it won't, it won't be financially viable. Um, but again, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not one of the, the, the things. Um, right. And, and I, I took the position on the, on this, Ben, and I think we disagreed, but I think, you know, we have an ordinance. His application met the ordinance. If we don't like the ordinance, we need to change the ordinance. We don't need to, we don't need to deny, um, deny the application. We have, I think it's five. Well, or six, there's, I think it's five or six things in there. Yeah, there's some subjectivity yeah. to it, right? Where I agree with you, the ordinance is there, and he's put forth answers to all the questions. We can disagree on how those questions are answered right. to a point of, does this cause, you know, traffic and congestion or whatever else? Is there, you know, are you meeting all of the things within it? You can certainly look at it and say, "Well, yeah, it does," and I can look at it and say, "Well, I've got some questions yeah, around well, it." But the point I, you know, we, we, you know, he he brought this up. You know, the I think everybody knows right there across from George Reedy's or beside George Reedy's law firm is going to be a Dunkin' Donut. Um, I think uh, the Wilson uh, Development has that; they're developing that into a Dunkin' Donut. So you're going to have some uh, in, increased traffic there. Um, I, I do think that Mr. Daly's plan. There's some more. There's some variances that are still needed on that. I think. Though. Yeah, I think he's having some retention issues, but. Um, with the water, but uh, I believe Mr. Daly also was going to allow some type of um, curb cut on the backside. What's that road that comes behind? There's that uh, valley. Valley. Um, so I don't know, but I, I, I just, 
I think it's hard to make the argument that it's a traffic issue when you when you got another business coming around across the street. It's probably going to be more traffic than this because I don't. I know Mr. Mr. Daly, and he he probably disagrees with me. I don't I don't think you're going to see a huge crowds there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I just I just don't think that's. I going hope. To, uh, listen, I mean, it'd be great, but I just don't. By think no that's, means, by no means, uh, am I am I anti? Oh no, man, anti success. I'm not anti success for anyone. I want us to all be successful, and I hope that uh, there's you know. A, a food truck that my family loves going to and we start going there um you know regularly and have a you know have a great time out there um but we'll just have to see on that yeah and, and i don't know he made because we did uh, just to, to if people didn't watch the meeting we did lower the the number from 10 to 6 i believe um and so we'll see if he and, even if he builds a project with that with that restriction on there i, I don't know if he will or not so. and when we talk traffic Let's just, I mean, I understand. Well, that it's going to be congested. Well, okay, we're not talking about, I'm not talking about congestion as much as I am. Is it going to be, are we going to have issues with, you know, accidents getting in and out of there? Possibly, because you've got a lot of, it's a busy, it's a, it's a busy street, that sort of thing. One of, one of my things that I've worried about was more like the number of pedestrians crossing commerce to get to it. Sure. Because where's the closest crosswalk? Are they going to cross at the square? Are they going to cross at the railroad track? Like where are they going to cross it? Yeah. There's nowhere to really cross. You don't. You, I don't feel like you have enough adequate parking there to make it work. So you're gonna. Are you well, going to yeah, use I think other? Didn't business? say he's doubling the lot size, I believe, or something like that. Uh, he, I don't know how many, how many he spaces is. he's adding? But he's adding. He's adding a, a, a good good number of spaces. And and again, not I, totally I don't, against I don't it. I think there, yeah. there's some more things we could have talked about sure, and a better. Sure. A, more planning that we could have done because it is the first one. And in my opinion, the first one's always the most difficult and it requires a lot more conversation. Sure. All of them, you know, if there's another one that comes up later down the line, it'll probably go through much easier because we'll I have already think, talked I think, about a lot of I think things. it's a great concept. There's some areas <coughs> yeah. uh, across the city. I think, I think uh, Alderman uh, uh, Ross mentioned down there by, um, and I think that's Natalie's war down there where the um, veterinarian's place used to be. Uh, by the mm -hmm. uh, yeah, off of 51. I, you know, I think they're about to d uh, demolish um, the old interstate bail bonds building right there at the uh, at uh, what was that uh, 51 in South Street. Mm -hmm. um, so that that would be a good spot to be close to the square. But no, and, I, I think it's I a mean, great concept. You and I both help, you and I both help write the food truck ordinance. Yes. Um, I asked for the provision specifically for a food truck part because I thought it was it would be a good way. To capture supply and demand on one in one area, so sometimes it's just location, sometimes it's just you know the overall plan. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm yeah. interested to see where it goes. I, I, now I will say, after the meeting, um, you know there were some people who spoke against uh, Mr. Daly's uh, project, but um, since since the meeting, I've I've received nothing but positive feedback. So. I, th I think people are excited just. To I just have, have too, so that's interesting. Yeah, just to have a different, <laughs> different. Well, maybe they know it's going to happen, so they want to be on the same side. I, guess, I, don't, I don't know, know. but um, <laughs> so I think people just. I think there's a dire need in Hernando for uh, you know different uh, choices of food and a variant, varying uh, and types of food. I mean, everybody, you know, we make the joke about why we have so many Mexican restaurants right. or whatever. And I love a good Mexican restaurant. I, I don't know, but I think people are open to other things. You know. Yep. Uh, and so one from a business standpoint. You know, if you're, you know, and the next one we're going to be talking about is probably more fits this mold. Um, 
but you have a you know you have a food truck that's you know that, that lobster one is a big cousin's main yeah. lobster yeah, right that's right well cousin's main lobster couldn't open a, a lobster restaurant in hernando no, and make it because no. people don't eat you know eat expensive stuff like that that often um you probably wouldn't do very even if, even though it's really good you probably wouldn't and, wouldn't and, be able to afford gonna, to do I'm it that way i'm gonna say this and this i'm a free market guy if you got good food if you got a good restaurant people are going to come this is not going to affect your business in my opinion so i think if, if you have a good product <laughs> people are going to come to that product so people still go up to the dangerous third dangerous city in the world to eat at rendezvous ribs or central barbecue i don't uh, you don't you got I don't go to rendezvous. Hold on a second. I don't go to rendezvous. I think what, at one I'm time not a you, you brought Central Barbecue over somewhere we, we were at. Now, Central, I will. When you said Ron, I answered to the rendezvous oh, point. Gotcha. I'm not a rendezvous guy. Uh, I'm a, I like rendezvous now. All right. Well, <laughs> it's a different <laughs> anyway. different different discussion for another day. We need, yeah. to, get, we need to see if uh, Malcolm Reed will come on and talk barbecue I with us sometime. He he's, he's, he's got a, a podcast huge, he's, guy. Yeah, he's got a huge uh, social media presence. Yeah, we'll have to talk to him soon. His, his little videos keep coming up on my TikTok, man. He teaches me how to te- you know, make a ribs and everything else. So. You got to get the. Uh, you got to look up the one for the white chicken chili. Yeah, now that, you, it's, now yeah. that it's cooling off, man. Yeah. That white chicken chili. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned that. That, uh, that Shell makes is it is fire. You got to have that one. <laughs> it hits different, like. Uh, like Grayson says, right? That's what it's he says. Different. That's what he's. Hey, he was so mad last night, so he got called out for slinging his bat. You know, he he likes to hit the ball and then throw it. He, I think he literally tried to throw the bat over the fence Uh-oh. after he hits it. So she gave him. A, she the umpire was very nice about. It. She gave him a warning a couple times, and she said, "No, this time he's out." And so after that, he got the message. And the, the last time he batted, he just set it right down. So he, the, I, th- I think that umpire for teaching him not to sling his bat because I've tried to explain it to him. It's tough. But he he's trying to get to first base as fast as he can, so that that's that's what he's doing. So he he's oh after he hits it, he's yes, swinging yeah, it. Yeah, he hits it. And he I mean he I think he literally tried to throw it over the fence. So it looks like that way. The, what he does is almost I don't know how he does it. It's not intentional, but yeah. Um, so let's talk about my man, the bagel guy. Yeah, how, bagel how, guy. How did, how did Hernando survive? But before we had the bagel guy, <laughs> I don't know, Chad. Huh? And I love bagels. I'm, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I'm going to go see him I love if, a bagel. He, if he's there Saturday. I'm going to go get some bagels. But, man, he, he's got some people who love his bagels, man. I'll just he, tell you. He had a very devoted uh, following show up. But, essentially, so what we're talking about is there is a, <laughs> a bagel vendor, mobile right. vendor. Yes. Um, I would not call it a food truck, but he's a mobile food vendor that sells bagels in front of Commerce Street Market on Saturdays. That's right. Um, the Planning Commission denied it. Uh, based on a few things, I think it was that one that the Commerce Street Market was not going to be open while he was going to be vending no, there. Don't, don't talk to me about the bathroom. Please. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not I didn't, did I say the word bathroom? <laughs> I didn't even say the word bathroom. But they weren't going to be open, um, and so I think that was one of the provisions that uh, you know that the city kind of wanted changed. If you're the one sponsoring this vendor, you need to be open well, in case there's an issue or whatever. Access to bathrooms, like whatever, because I think most people look at it from a standpoint of. Uh, wh- wh- why does he need to have bathrooms? Was uh, you know I'm just going to pick up some bagels. Well, if he needs to, you know whatever, wash his hands. If he needs to do whatever he needs to do, he needs to have a bathroom to to sure. to be served safe, right? Sure. So there has to be some way. And granted, he can walk across Street Ooh, Church yeah, Park. Well, and he he's a, he is a little different because he's he's not cooking anything on his truck. And um, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a food yeah. truck guy, but I think a lot of these people they don't really cook a whole. I think it's kind of they just they're prepping the stuff, you know. Yeah. I think some of them do, but. Uh, in any way, I think uh, the, the got his bagels. When I, I went them. back, I went back and watched the uh, the planning meeting. I think they denied him for a couple of reasons. One is, um, I think they had some questions about the way the application was filled out. They want to make sure it was just mm-hmm. one one a, a weekend and not five a weekend or whatever. And then yeah, <laughs> that's tough getting in and out of there. Let's 
let's let's call it for what it's tough getting in and out of there sure, when you have when if every other business is open in that strip center it's tough getting in and out of there if you have a food truck and you sure. got people lined up and cars parked and everything else sure it gets it gets more congested and so i think that was one of the other concerns and that was and then that the, you know the the, the the um as you mentioned the ordinance or conditional use application requires some type of bathroom plan and i think mm-hmm. that uh, the planning commission, and I hope they, they they really think about this next time. And and you know, again, I'm not trying to d- discourage anybody. I'm glad they serve on that thing, but mm-hmm. I think they took a very conservative approach to what a bathroom plan is. I think they thought that that means that the um, store has to be open so people can buy their bagels and then go to the bathroom afterwards. Uh, and and that's why I, if at the meeting I asked I asked Austin what a, what he what is the definition of a bathroom plan. He said just essentially. You know, uh, uh, you know, they're just he just want to make sure there's some thought into where where the closest bathroom is, and then, like you said, there's a bathroom at um, Church Park. Cross Church Street. Park, and I think that that meets a idea. But mm-hmm. but I think uh, at the end of the day, uh, to make this a little easier to digest, um, Commerce Street Market agreed to open or not to let them come until they open at ten, so they'll they'll be a bathroom. His hours are going to be a little more restricted yeah, than yeah. what was originally I, I, planned. I think he typically came 7 to 9 or until you sold out and he's going to come. 8 to 10 or something like that. Yeah, 10, 10 to ten to until he sells out. And I think he, I think. They say he sells out in like an hour. Yeah, so he, and so that that was his issue at the farmer's market too. You know, he used to be a vendor at the farmer's market and I think uh, there was uh, some issue there because he would sell out an hour or two and he, you know, the rules are you can't leave until 12 o'clock. So he was kind of stuck mm-hmm. there and I think in his mind he could you know, be going, setting up somewhere else, getting another thing of bagels and setting up, so. Interesting. But anyway. That, I got to try these now because I just. Hey, I, they're legit, man. I, I guess I need to go try them out and see what they, does he have everything bagels? He's got everything bagel. He's okay. got plain, and, and I'm, I'm a big fan of the jalapeno. Yeah, I get spicy. Um, it's right. not too bad. It's not too, it's not really spicy, but he puts jalapenos in the batter, so it's it's good. Um, and he also has some other things. He's got different cream cheeses and stuff. He, he does a okay. great job, and. But I'm just going to say this now, Ben. When you go there, be ready to talk. He likes to talk. The talker. He's okay. a talker. And he's an Oxford guy, so he'll probably talk about Ole Miss. Hmm. Okay. So. We can talk about that. Me and, me and him can get along then, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I'm big everything bagel guy. I like, you know, some salmon, yeah. cream cheese. Oh, you like the old school way, New York way. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that what it is? I, I'm, I'm, you're talking about the – no, they don't they A don't call bagel. It, yeah, they don't call it – Salmon, they call it the lots or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But lots it's the same, bagel, yeah, same capers, thing. Capers, red yeah. onion. That, yeah. That's a that's a New York thing. That's my way. To, that's my way to go. That's I, I, that's probably the only thing New York about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, so so anyway, just, that one's approved. Yeah. So essentially, I I, I, I believe I, I had a conversation with someone. I think he put on Facebook. He won't be there this Saturday, but the next Saturday he'll start setting up out there. Um, you so are what's next? Through, you want to run through any of this? Um, Deer speed Creek. bumps. Yeah, well, the, these other planning things not really a big concern. They we took care of those. The speed bump ordinance. We're going to look at that essentially and see. Uh, I think Austin There's, let us know that I know um, Alderman Ross has had some issues in her neighborhood trying to get. I think some some of her constituents are frustrated. They've tried to get speed bumps and been denied for various reasons because some of the criteria we put in there. So we're going to take a look at that and and see if we need to lower that criteria down. But essentially. I think you, you got to have uh, you know some data showing that I think was it. Well, there's been so there's been 15 requests for speed yeah. bumps and none of them have met. None of them have been approved. Um, none of them have met all the the standards there. There's, mm-hmm. you know, 75 um, percent of the people on the street need to sign an affidavit saying that they want or not a, or a petition, not an affidavit. Sure. Excuse me, uh, a petition saying that you want it. 
um, when they collect the data on speeding, you need to have, I think it's 65% of the speeders need to be five miles an hour or over. That's right. That one is not really ever met. Um, and there needs to be three speed-related accidents um, in the area. And I think 75% of the surrounding area has to be has to agree to have the speed bump in it. Yeah, that was the, the kind yeah. of the petition side of it. I think we, we may lower that to 60, but and I think we need to clarify what we're talking about surrounding area. I think that's a, a question of what exactly is surrounding area. Well, because yeah. and, and it's a balance, right? I mean, it's so. when people say, like, well, why, why make the standard so high? or what? Well, because you don't. I don't think anybody on the board wants to see speed bumps on every street. Well, I think also the, every neighborhood the, street. The you want to see it yeah. in the most affected areas. Like the, 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 the think the speed limit on the road can't be more than twenty five miles an hour. Um, I, I think, right. Yeah. So I know I know I, I've had some people talk to me about uh, they live on West Valley Street there, kind of behind the library, and, and that that road is uh, is used as a cut through a lot. And so they've yep. had some they've had some issues there. I think we know one of our one of our buddies had his dog ran over there. Yep. And uh, and anyway, so. And, and there's some and there's some other parts of it too where you know you may have a hill sure right there may be some topography things where there's a hill and at the bottom of the hill people are just driving driving yeah. too well, fast some, so some places 15 miles an hour is too fast you know what i mean it just depends that's right. on where you're talking about that's right and, uh, that's right um, but but we are taking a look at that we're trying to we're yeah. trying to fine tune that one sometimes these ordinances it, it, you know is it best to go a little too far and then you scale it back um, is it better to is it better to not go far enough and then you know restrict it more or you know it's, it's hard to and uh, ultimately when it comes down to it is it is it government's role to decide you know where these speed bumps go do we just listen to the constituents and say well they're saying it's a problem they're the ones that live here so let's get them a speed bump well you know let's add some objectivity to it put some data to it and then make a decision well one th one thing I like about our our board and mayor I think we all um, want to do what's what's best and, and if, if we do make a decision we're always open to come back and look at it and make sure that what we did was what we wanted to achieve That's right. so we're, we're open to you know we're not I don't think anybody on our board thinks that we're the smartest people in the room we want to take no take advice and, and, and if we if we you know if we need to change something with this or with the food truck or with the speed bumps or we're always open to do that, and so it, I think it's a great process that that's I think that's the way government's supposed to work right so yeah and I can um, promise you that because I think a lot of times when people don't see action or that action sure. takes a while well they just don't care you know yeah. you might hear that yeah. trust me the the people that are on this board care yeah. we would not be well, we, it, we, we wouldn't spend the amount of time that we do discussing these things if we didn't care sure. nobody sure. wants to see an accident involving a child Absolutely. because they're speeding through a neighbor no right. one wants to no, see that no, no. you want to try to be as proactive as you can um but you, you have know. to take the, the holistic picture there's different factors you know there's there's liability on the city and and different mm -hmm. things that we have to take take into account, and so that's why we're having a kind of kind of a, a rigid hey. process, is because we we have to be careful. Now, Listen, right? you don't you don't go speeding through Forest Meadows. Uh, my wife will be after you. She's got, she, she'll get your she tag will, and she'll send it she, in to Chief Ellis. Huh? She will. She will know. She will know who's doing it. She is. Hey, she uh, is serious about some speeders. I heard her Reedy, Reedy, Reedy Street was getting paved over there. Do you hear anything about that? I haven't heard anything about that. Okay. It might get. I heard a rumor. There's Reedy Drive, yeah, Reedy Drive. Street. No, oh, okay. doesn't Reedy, exist. Reedy, but Reedy Drive, Drive might might. That's a long us. road, isn't it? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's not very long. That's, that's the inside joke, people. So it is. Yeah. It is. Um, what else? Um, you want to talk about the swimming pool thing? Y'all told me no, I couldn't do it. Well, yeah, we can't. We can't. Uh, can't give water away. Can't give water away. Uh, can't have a adjustment for filling your swimming pool up. Did you get my voicemail? Did you get a voicemail the other day? I did. Oh, we did talk about Hall Road. We need to talk about Hall Road. So people probably don't know 
uh, where Hall Road is. So I'll tell you real quick. It's off Nesbitt Road, um, or Pleasant Hill Road, rather. It switches over to Pleasant Hill right there, right where the convenience store is. Uh, you know where we're at now? I know exactly where you're at. Yes. Talking about? Yes. Um, so you got a lot of truck traffic that comes in and out of that convenience store because they got diesel pumps. Road c- continues to get chewed up right there. The city, the city's probably going to have to concrete the road when it all comes down to it. I think that's we, your best bet. But we did consider making it a no-truck zone. Put some signs um, or something on We it. are making that a no-parking zone, I think, uh, for, for larger trucks, um, which we've had issues with that in the past with trucks parking there. And there, There's been a couple accidents in the last few years um, out there involving some larger trucks. So Because the truck traffic ain't going to stop. You know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Um but uh, but yeah, so we're so we are looking at that people that out there on Hall Road that live in that Pleasant Hill area, Nesbitt area. We are taking a close look at that to try to get that thing figured out, get that road, get that road fixed because we've paved over it. Sure, sure. We paved over it three times now, trying to get yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's just you resolved. Know, that's another infrastructure issue. Uh, just you know, there's I think they sell diesel at that gas station, right? And so I think they stopped mm-hmm. there, and and I think there was an issue with them staying overnight, and I think we've corrected that. Yeah, uh, no overnight parking. We addressed that sure. with them because um, I think they were. What about a food truck right there? I uh, just depend on what it depend on where you gonna park. I mean, I guess we can we can talk about it. <laughs> what kind of food truck would you put there? What do you think? What do you think would be good? What's good food for truck drivers? What do they like? Um, hot dogs. Hot dog. Why a hot Everybody dog? Likes man. Hot, you don't think they eat salad? Who, who doesn't like hot no. dogs? You can't eat salad while you're driving. I got you. You gotta have something handy. I'm thinking like you think of, when I think of a truck, I think like chili or something like a chili dog, a chili dog. Chili I mean. dogs could be good. See, yeah. you can't drive with a side seat. Yeah, that's right. Or hamburger. I'm a you former truck stuff. driver now, so you got to remember. Right. I got some. Can, got a little experience I, driving I heard, a big old truck. I heard you can back a truck up through a bird's ass. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh man, we have to bleep that out. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the thing at? Where's your? Oh, where's your? Sound, you got your soundboard pulled up? There it is. What? <laughs> you got to get the soundboard. <laughs> All right, so we. <laughs> But yeah, we're <laughs> former. I'm just telling you uh, that, that. I mean, I think I'm surprised we hadn't had a crawfish, crawfish truck come up. Hey, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's gonna that may happen. I, I did, and I, I mean, you may know this, Ben. I heard that uh, what's the restaurant down there by Green Tea and, and 51? I think they were sold or something. They they crossroads. That right? That's what I was told. And I also heard that Windy City has been purchased by someone. I heard that. I did hear that. Um, so we'll have to see what comes comes out of that. Um, you, you certainly like to have locally owned businesses and restaurants, but sure. it is it's tough to make it. It is t- like I don't know if folks realize this. It's very tough to make it in the restaurant oh, business. Yeah. Very oh, tough. It's a very tough industry. Uh, long hours, lots of stress. Um, we have some great restaurants in here. ACs, uh, Windy City, of course, um, Parish. You know, my wife and I. Coffee we, Central's a great place. My wife and I have got plans to go to Parish this evening. We got our fifteenth wedding anniversary coming up. Um, we're gonna oh, have gotcha. a, we're gonna have a nice dinner at the parish uh, tonight. We're gonna hit up the Hernando Rotary. Yeah, we're um, going to the Brew Fest. Brew, so brew Fest, we'll see and that's you there. A, that's a great. Uh, we, that's cause what we should have done. We should have done our podcast live from the Brew Fest. That's what we should have done. That'd been good. We could have had some good interviews out of that. Yeah. Um, but we'll have that. A great cause for you know fresh drinking water Absolutely. in Honduras. Um, appreciate the Rotary always doing that yeah, event. It's a great right. time. Uh, looking forward to some. I, I heard the, the special tonight at uh, Parish is, is uh, elk chops. So elk chops. Yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm going to try eating an elk tonight. Oh, man, elk chops. You never had elk? That's pretty good. I, elk's not bad. I feel like it's, it, I mean, because you're basically like a big deer, so it should be good stuff. <laughs> I think it's healthy for you. 
See, I'm changing my ways. There you go. I'm changing my there ways already. What else, Ben? I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, we should have in November. I think we're going to get back to having a, a special guest come join us so you don't have yeah, to man, listen like to us two fools. Just, uh, yeah, life has <laughs> just been busy, man. I've been, it has know, been. We, we, um, uh, obviously, we're going through a transition to the sheriff's office, so we're getting things ready for the new sheriff and, and, my, and my professional life. and just been busy with my kids playing three different sports and I'm coaching two of the teams and, mm-hmm. and I know you've been busy doing uh, I think y'all in the last quarter for you guys are pretty busy and mm-hmm. last quarter of the year uh, we'll Close get back into it now I, I hadn't told Ben this yet this this may may not happen but I have talked to Beth and Natalie mm-hmm. uh, we're going mm-hmm. to a uh, conference next week I mm-hmm. think I'm gonna bring the, the the podcast stuff and if they're willing uh, <laughs> if they're willing and able uh, get them on the mic and maybe let them talk a little bit about you know their their views on different things and their background. So maybe we'll uh, have a great. couple of guests guests on the and uh, Andrew will be down there and so will so will the mayor Chip. So um, we'll have it all out. So but I think only, I think it's legally only three of us can talk at the same time. I believe so. Yeah, all that's right. We're talking about city business. Yeah, yeah that's. So. But yeah, that'll be great. Um, looking forward to that episode. So y'all y'all stay tuned for that. That may be a special episode next week. So. Special episode next week potentially. So so keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears out for that. Uh, Chad Wicker. Oh, hold on. One thing. One thing. Hold on. One thing. Halloween contest. Yes. We got the Halloween uh, spookiest house yeah. contest. Big big shout out to Alderman uh, Alder person Alder woman. Lynch for for doing. See, I I think they're all aldermen. That's what I say too. That's, but I think I've noticed the alder person has become the new thing okay. to say. So, but any, anyway, she has put this together last year and this year. It's a great thing. Basically, they pick one house from each ward and kind of put it on Facebook, and people vote on who is the the, the best decorated Halloween house and Christmas mm-hmm. house. And so um, we'll have to share that one when it's when uh-oh. it's up. So Jim Jordan lost another vote for speaker. Man, what are we gonna do? You're all over the place right now. Follow. The boardroom podcast follow like subscribe all the stuff we're going to be looking at spookiest house in uh hernando mine's on drake cove it's phenomenal mine's my neighbor he does a great job calling in nashville okay i haven't been by there yet uh, i gotta go check that out drake cove though i think it's 1608 drake cove just real quick i'm thinking is that the one that had the dinosaur last year no okay. no nope, nope, nope. dinosaur guy's out oh he's not doing it anymore. he's gonna do something else this year i got you okay. yeah so and he's a hernando firefighter real yes. good guy yeah. devin's a great guy but the uh, 1608 Drake Cove, go check it out. Lots of uh, they got a black light. They got fluorescent skeletons. They're, they get, it's all kind of good stuff. It's you, really really good. Are you politicking for it on here? I'm just saying it's Spooky's house. Spooky's house in Hernando. I haven't seen them all, but it's 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 a good spooky house. All right. Well, I guess we'll end it there, man. I'm a uh, uh, Ward Four Alderman Chad Wicker. I'm Ward Six Alderman Ben Piper. Be on the lookout for Chad Wicker, Beth Ross, and Natalie Lynch down at the Small Town Conference. Uh, coming up next week, a special episode of the Boardroom Podcast. Hey.